Welcome to today's episode of The Growth Zone. I am Christian Bartsch. What is the core benefit of listening to this show? Business leaders in corporate and privately held companies gain insights into trends and strategies that provide them with a competitive advantage in the marketplace. Each episode focuses on an area such as marketing, sales, innovation or funding. That is absolutely critical to the growth of companies, whether they are startups or corporate global players, where management needs to juggle the challenges of market entry or knowing how to navigate the uncertainties of disruptive developments. Mindfeeding is where clarity evolves and helps solving organizational challenges. For those who listen to the entire episode, I have a special surprise gift. I am working on some great guests that are industry leaders in management, innovation and marketing. Let's get started on today's episode. Today I'm here with Chris Pistorius and we're going to be talking about following topic today. How can small businesses gain more visibility in search engines in order to catch up with the market? So, uh, Chris, you're based in Denver, Colorado. Can you tell us a little bit more about yourself before we get deep into our topic today? Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me on. I, I appreciate it. But yeah, I'm uh, based here in Denver, Colorado. Um, I've been uh, in Denver for about 20 years now and originally from a little bitty town in, in the southern part of uh, Illinois. But um, I own a company, run a company called Kickstart Dental Marketing. And we specialize in helping dentists um, increase their visibility online. Um, and we always talk about it's important for them not just to be found online, but to also be chosen. And there's two different things there, right? And, and, and we can talk more about that. But, you know, we want to make sure that our clients are visible, they're able to be chosen, and there's a compelling reason why somebody should choose them from other dentists in the market. Um, but long story short, I've been here about 20 years. I've owned the company about 12 years. I'm married. Um, have two kids, one getting ready to go to college, and they keep us very busy. <laughs> wow, that's that's good. So that's interesting because a, a few years ago, a friend of mine he uh, he owned several dental clinics in Hungary, and mm. I helped him as well with his uh, marketing and so on, which is of course has to do with dental, but it's a very different kind of business. It's more, I think you call it dental tourism or something. Oh wow. Right. Yeah, yeah, which was as well quite interesting because he was very way behind the keywords. And then after, it took a few months until we got him at a good position and got everything really properly working. But yeah, it's a very competitive market nowadays. When you think of it, how many dentists usually exist in one city, in one town? And yeah, and, and of course, some people stay with one dentist all their life. But those who travel around or move and that, and they think, oh, who do I go now? Now I've got a pain. Now I need to, uh, should I look for somebody before? 
yeah oh, can they find and it's it's not that easy uh when you think of it you can go and google in yahoo bing and all these other places and yandex there's so much there and you think okay who's the right person who should i go who can i trust right and <laughs> yeah. it's interesting because here in the united states we're, we're kind of encompassing the baby boomer um stuff so what we're seeing is we're seeing a lot of uh traditional dentists that have you know had a practice for 20 or 30 years are now starting to retire and sell their practices and we're starting to see a younger generation of dentists coming in and that's forcing you know people to make a choice of all right do i want to do i want to stay here with this dentist this new dentist or do i want to go find another one and so we've got a lot of people here um, looking for a new dentist right now and we've got a lot of competition there's never been more dentists in the united states and We've got tons of kids coming out of uh, school for dentistry and starting their own practices. And um, yeah, it's it's definitely a competitive market and it's uh, an interesting one right now for sure. Yeah, and often very localized when you think of it. It's usually, I don't know, what, what, what's the typical reach of a dentist in, in the US? How many miles? Yeah. 10, 20 miles? What? That's pretty far, actually. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it all depends on where they're located and how... Yeah how populated their city or town is. But, you know, most, most of our campaigns, we are targeting like five to seven miles away from the practice because people like to be close to the dental practice um, if they can or close to where they work as well. So most of the time we're five to seven miles, but if we get into a less populated area, then yeah, it, it can, can increase for sure. Yeah, definitely. When you think of it, and and there's well some some dentists that is well specialized in some area of dentistry, so it's not everybody the same. Right. Yeah. That's 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 a biggie. And you know, also I was gonna just go back a second. There's some uh, markets that we're in where um, the radius is a couple of blocks. You know, like if we're in like New York City or something, you know, that can be just a, a block or two of of people because it's so densely populated, but yeah, I mean, you're you're completely right about that. Yeah, and and uh, really makes a difference as well, of course. And it's not just, uh, I suppose, not just how to get the um, the dentist found in Google, but as well getting the dentist to have his website in a way that actually it's useful and and um, helpful as well. Because I don't think dentists are not really computer uh, literate people in that way that they can design beautiful websites and get the content in a way that it's useful um oh how how what's your experience in that yeah you're right so it's essentially in why we created the agency um 12 years ago or so is that we saw pretty quickly and it's not just dentists i mean this really applies for most industries but Talking about dentistry specifically, you know, typically people go into business because they're really good at something, right? They're good at the technical work of a business. And with a dentist, you know, you come out of dental school and you should be really good at dentistry, hopefully, right? The problem is, is that in dental school, they don't teach you a ton about business. You don't, you don't really learn how to run a business, how to hire people, fire people, how to market your business, um, so you can be the greatest dentist in the world. You can be the greatest baker. You can be the greatest auto mechanic and very good at the technical work. But if you don't know the other aspects of business like marketing, um, there's a good chance you're going to fail. And that's why, and at least in the United States, that's why we see most small businesses fail is because of just that. You can't just be good at the technical work. You also have to be good at, at also running a business. 
Yes, and, and when you think of it before, like 20, 30 years ago, um, search engines weren't so important because most of people anyway went into yellow pages, uh, mm -hmm. white pages, and so on, and, and looked there. Um, but now you need something. You usually, if it's some kind of service, you go into Google or Yandex or Yahoo and so on. If you need an item, I think 70% of product searches happen nowadays in Amazon, I think, and then in the regular search engines. But for mm -hmm. services, it's a very quite difficult uh, situation where they have to find the, the niche and be trustworthy yeah. somehow. Yeah, you know, it's interesting because word of mouth will always be one of the top places that dentists will will get referrals from and get new patients from. And, you know, that's that's pretty similar in other industries too. word of mouth will always be very strong. But we're in a we're in a world now where word of mouth isn't good enough anymore. And what I mean by that is, you know, if your Aunt Betty refers you to a dental practice, of course, you're going to you know take her word for that if she's trustworthy. Uh, but what you're going to first do is you're probably going to check them out online before you actually call them uh, because it's so easy to do. So even with word of mouth marketing, you know, a good digital marketing campaign is going to help even with things like referrals, because what we're going to do is we're going to enhance that website to make it, you know, best in class, make it super fast, you know, make it um, easy for people to communicate with you, whether it be by telephone or if they want to do a text or a chat, um, we're going to spruce that up too. So, you know, with the, in the case of the referral, if they go to your website and, you know, it's kind of lackluster or it doesn't work very well or just isn't that appealing, even though they were referred, they may be like, uh, I don't know, and they may move on and, and look at somebody else. So, you know, word of mouth is very powerful, but digital marketing, you know, not only helps with getting new patients who don't know who you are, they're also going to help with, with referrals and word of mouth. Yeah, and, and when you think even of a rather old stylish website, you might think hmm, maybe they've got outdated equipment, old x-ray systems, and you think, well, I'd rather go to someone who's maybe five or ten years in the business. They'll have uh, opened their, their practice with new equipment and everything state-of-the-art, more or less quite new, and not the stuff that's been there, been used last 30, 40 years. And Uh, where you think, I don't want to use some old technology that's maybe not that good or not so super or not so comfortable. And when you think of that, uh, of course, people want to be found. And, and the thing is, of course, Google nowadays asks so much what's in it for my audience, for the people who are searching something. And isn't it that uh, nowadays you as a digital marketer, you have to help the, the dentist actually to deliver value to the search engines so that the search engine knows, okay, um, delivering this kind of result that leads people to this dentist's website is going to satisfy the needs of the visitors of the search engine. Yeah, ab absolutely. And, you know, it's just even if a dentist knows what they need to do to build content and do the things that Google likes, they don't have the time, right? I mean, they're just They're already very busy people. So that's where somebody like us comes into play. But you're right. You've, you know, Google has an algorithm, which is a set of rules based on what they what they pay attention to on how they rank a website on their onto Google, right? So when you do dentist Denver, Colorado, or you know, I need a new dentist in Denver, um, this set of rules dictates what websites they're going to bring back. 
And so it's companies like ours that kind of reverse engineers that algorithm to find out what things are important and then to make sure that our clients are doing those things. And we don't rely on just the client to do that. We actually do it and implement the strategy for them. Now, the complicated thing is that Google changes this algorithm every so often just to kind of keep everybody on their toes. Um, so you could be ranking well you know, today and then tomorrow you, know, you could be on the third page. So it's, it's important, you know, to have a good content marketing strategy because content is always king, but it's also important to know what to do with that content and how to word it and how to produce links in and out of the content and how to reference it back to certain pages on your website. It's actually pretty complicated um, SEO has gotten um, and how to rank on Google, but, you know, it, it's definitely worth it because, Today, Google is the new yellow pages, right? So people after word of mouth referrals are going to use Google to find things, not just dentists. It's anything with small business. Um, and what's a little scary is that people assume that the best dentist, for instance, is on the first page of Google <laughs> when there's no correlation between how good of a dentist they are and how they rank on Google, obviously. But that's people's perception and perception can be reality. So if you're not on that first page, you're going to miss out because most people don't make it past the first page. They stay there. So lots of stuff there to unpack. But, you know, that's the reality of, of where we are today in search. Yes. And, and when you think of it, as you mentioned, content and that Google expects, of course, that the, the text is readable. Google is smart enough nowadays to actually understand what we're writing and not just to think, oh, here are some keywords uh, stuffed with some useless text and uh, it'll be good. It actually understands what we're writing and is quite close to human understanding, which means as well um, the old trickery that one used to do maybe 10, 15 years ago doesn't work really anymore. So, of course, right. there's a limit thing on, on all these link farms and so on. All that is gradually fading out that it becomes really a waste of money for companies mm -hmm. who think they can uh, cheat the game. They have to do proper, proper search engine optimization and as well on and off page and all that. Yeah, without question. That's, that's absolutely correct. It's not as easy as it used to be. It used to be you could kind of cheat the system and, and get ranked, but that's certainly not the case anymore. Yeah, exactly. And, and when you think of it, so... Um, How can actually a small business, for instance, find out who can actually help them to fix uh, their website, their ranking, and as well, eventually, as well, to generate uh, revenue through getting the right leads who actually come, whether it's a dentist, whether it's uh, the mechanic workshop and so on. There's no point having a nice website if nobody is going there or nobody actually, after visiting, decides to Uh, submit a request or even just call or show up. Yeah, it's absolutely right. Um, a, a website's only as good as, as how easily it can be found, right? Mm -hmm. So, you know, in terms of your question of how do you, you know, how do you know who can help you with the things like that? Um, I think it starts with your initial, con you, you know, certainly start to research, ask other business owners um, who they use and if they've had success. Um, but then once you talk to them, you know, I think that has a lot. To, if they're asking very specific questions about your business, um, like who is your ideal client? What makes you unique? Why should somebody choose you versus a competition? If they're asking things like that, then that's a good sign. 
because that tells me that they're trying to customize a plan just for you versus a lot of other companies that they just see a dentist or an auto mechanic or whatever as just that. And they're going to build the exact same campaign for everyone and hopefully they get success. And if not, they'll move on to the next client. That's just how they're built and how these larger companies scale. So what we try to do is, and what you should look for in a company, in my opinion, is find somebody that's going to customize a program just for you and really dig into why somebody should choose you versus the rest of the competition. And then they build a campaign off of that. Um, That's how you can target your ideal customer, right? So, you know, for a dentist, maybe a dental practice is looking for, you know, like a pediatric dental practice. You know, we need to target a 25 to 45 year old female with two kids, a golden retriever, owns their own home, whatever it may be. You've got to build that sort of avatar into who your target customer is um, to really efficiently market to them. So I think that's what I would look for. And probably the biggest tip is, you know, just just find out if they're building something for you or if they're just building something for your industry. Exactly. And then when you think of it, just because they do the, the client avatar it means eventually that they actually know where to advertise or where to be, which keywords and so on. So we actually know where's the audience. Because it's like like people who sometimes think, okay, they advertise, let's say, on Instagram for some for business clients for that kind of uh, for a certain kind of niche. And these people are not there. And they're not there, not even their, let's say their wives or partners or whatever. Even those influencers are not there and uh, doesn't make much sense. But if you advertise at the right place and sometimes as well maybe at the right time, then you are more likely to, to get the right people. And especially dentists, as you said, like New York City, like one to two blocks. Yeah, um, That's quite a narrow area where you think, okay, can Google actually achieve that? Are they able actually to limit it to that or are they going to like blast my ads onto uh, <laughs> like 15 blocks further on where people in no way are going to come uh, right. to that practice yeah no you're you're exactly right that's but i can tell you google's pretty good at what they do and and we found that their targeting is pretty solid Yeah, that's good because uh, they've been improving and getting more and more data. And since, of course, they have all the maps and all these other features, it's a big advantage. And when you think of it, so many cars nowadays use as well Google Maps as a navigation system. And if you are uh, have such a car and you f- you find, let's say, you're looking for a dentist, you're sitting in the car and you say, oh, I've been on a business trip and now I need a, a dentist. I have no clue here where I get this because I'm not from, let's say, New York. Um Yeah, of course, Google on your car will show you where it is and you can call them up with your phone or whatever and sit, find your way there and get your problem fixed quite quickly by the dentist who you think is maybe the best person to help you and who's got time as well. Yeah, and time is often a problem as well for people who are searching for something either want to get it fixed now or they're looking for maybe the best deal on that. So um, speaking of that, how, how do you think actually are especially those kind of niche industries like dentists, doctors and other, or even lawyers and so on. How are they actually going to manage with the trends when we look at all of what's come out of the pandemic? Many people working from home, maybe in a hybrid work environment, people not that commuting. How are these industries going to get their clients in a time where 
consumer habits have changed. Yeah. <clears throat> We in dental anyway, we're seeing a nice rebound here in the States where people are starting to come back out. You know, they're starting to, you know, almost overwhelm some practices because if you think about it, there's some pent up demand, right? People haven't been out to see a dentist perhaps in a year. Um, so there's a lot of existing patients that are looking to get back in. So it's overwhelming some some dental practices. And I'm sure that's the same in, in other industries as well. But, you know, in terms of coming out of this pandemic with other industries and how they've had to, you know, be creative, if you will, is that, you know, it, it depends totally on the industry. I mean, obviously, if you're a restaurant, you know, you had to you had to pivot pretty quickly, right? All of a sudden, takeout and delivery became a pretty big part of your business if you didn't do it before, right? So that's really on the extreme. But if we're talking about an auto mechanic or an attorney or something like that, you know, it, it, the, the strategy changes a little bit. So I think you have to look at how you serve your customer and and how their and traditions may have to break, right? Um, and, you know, it, it just depends totally on the industry and, and how you want to do that. But I think, you know, the example I'll give you in dentistry was um, now it's forced, um, if you will, teledentistry, which is, you know, doing online initial appointments. So if somebody has a toothache or something, you know, perhaps instead of going in for the first visit, they'll actually do a video um, remote session where they can actually look into your mouth from from your uh, webcam and, you know, kind of take an initial look at what's going on and if they need to prescribe medications based on that versus somebody having to go in, you know, and teledentistry was, um, or telehealth in general was really on the verge of being pretty big before COVID. Um, well, now it's forced a lot of not just dentists, but anybody in the health industry to really start using that technology. And now that they've been forced to use it, I think it's something that's going to stick around and, and be a big part of, of marketing and, and how they do things going forward. And I think other industries, you know, certainly will see that as well. Yeah, definitely. That's, that's changing as well. The, the habits, the way people actually make appointments, how they set the priorities as well. When you think of it, people who were traveling a lot and uh, now they aren't. And like with a mechanic, maybe somebody who suddenly doesn't have to be on the road five days a week they're no longer using the car. The cars in the garage, they're not using it. Right. And the, usually they would do some service, oil change, new tires, and so on. They say, I don't need. I'm working in the home office. I'm enjoying my time, and I don't need to move the car. Of course, one day the car doesn't move, and they need it. <laughs> Then the mechanic has to come to the poor car who's been quite right. neglected and at least help it at least to get out of the garage and then to get to the repair shop to be overhauled and given a little bit of uh, a spa let's say but right. the same thing with with teeth as well people sometimes then think oh i don't really need to do it now and so on and and the plenty of people who've got quite bad teeth where then things decay and they don't care about it and uh, eventually one day it's so bad that they actually have to do something and it doesn't automatically have to be like carriers or that kind of stuff that'll, that'll be something that's They think, okay, I need to really get fixed. And sometimes it's something that's quite expensive when you think of right. it. Yeah. And, and I think uh, in the US, many people don't have um, health insurance regarding to, to dentistry or, or how is it? Many people pay out of their own pockets. So I'm sorry, say that one more time. Uh, in the US, um, 
are there many people who have insurance for for dentistry or is it mostly people who are paying the the dentist bill out of their own pocket yeah it's a little bit of both um in the mm -hmm. u.s dental insurance is I, I guess the right word would be skimpy. It doesn't pay for a ton of stuff. It certainly helps, um, but it's not like our health insurance, um, like private health insurance, where you know up to eighty or ninety percent of procedures can be covered. It's you know it, a lot of insurances cover maybe twenty to thirty percent. So um, it helps, but it's not it's not you know tremendous coverage for dental here. Um, so we have clients, you know, a good chunk of our clients do accept insurance, um, but there's also a smaller chunk or what, or what are considered fee for service and they don't accept insurances. They don't file claims on insurance. It's basically, you know, kind of like cash money, if you will, for their services. So it's a little of both, but, you know, certainly a good chunk of it is, um, is, is dental insurance. Yeah, and when you think of it as well, in um, in other places, even in Europe as well, there are so many. There, there's health insurance that covers your dental treatments, but it's the same thing like in the US. It's uh, it's quite it's really peanuts. It's basic stuff like the dentist looking at your teeth and checking here and there, and maybe filling yeah. up some simple hole. But the big stuff they don't pay, and that's where actually people then start thinking, okay, where do I get where do I get the best deal? Where I get a do I get as well the best treatment for the money? Because it doesn't right. automatically mean I have to go to the most expensive dentist or the cheapest, but I want to have somewhere where it's done properly that I don't have to have to pay three times again to get the right. stuff fixed that the other guy uh, just did poorly and messed it up. And, yeah. Yeah, and, and that's the thing. Oh, I'm sorry to interrupt. I was going to say it's interesting because a lot of, uh, quite a few dentists anyway are, starting to create their own kind of in in-house insurance plans if you will so mm -hmm. we'll do campaigns on you know no insurance no problem so for people that don't have dental insurance and they'll create some sort of a discount program where you know if you subscribe to their monthly program or whatever um, they'll give you a discount on cleanings and services and things like that and that's worked pretty well as well as well yeah i think so that sounds quite a good idea actually um Speaking of that, it was great having you here in the show, and I think it's been quite interesting for everybody to get insights, not only what's happening in, in the online marketing in regards to dentists, as an example, but as well other industries, how search engine optimization and, and being found and getting the right message over, getting a website as well that's useful and not an, an issue to be annoyed and so um, where can people actually connect with you or when they want to find out more about what how they actually can how you can actually help them in their business sure get them connect with you yeah the be the best place is just to go to our website and it's uh kickstartdental.com like you kickstart a motorcycle kickstartdental.com and our con our phone number's on there um, there's also a button if you're a dentist to do a schedule a free strategy session. And I do all of those personally myself. Um, and, you know, if you're in another industry, if you're, you know, an auto mechanic or an attorney and you want to reach out because of this podcast, just let me know. I'd be more than happy to give you some free advice and at least point you in the right direction. Yeah. So thank you for, for being here on the show. And I'm sure we'll be talking in the future again. Thank you.
I hope you enjoyed today's episode of The Growth Zone with Christian Barge. Thank you for listening. Please leave a review or rating here on iTunes or on podchaser.com. If you found the content helpful, then share it on social media. I would like to invite you to follow our show so that you don't miss the upcoming interviews with leaders in the market. Simply visit the website follow.prmediareach.com. I will be adding the link also to the description of this episode so that you just need to click on that link. For those of you who are listening and signing up to follow the show, I have reserved a free copy of the ultimate guide on content marketing. This is the strategy that got me top corporate clients like McDonald's, Linde, Hewlett-Packard, Deutsche Bank, Volvo and many others. That strategy has been working for over 10 years. It also got me contracts with police, transport authorities, military and several universities and even leading research institutes. For sure, it also worked wonders as it got me many small, medium-sized entrepreneurs and enterprises as clients. And that even included international clients from all around the world. The link to sign up for our free broadcasting service and the guide is follow.prmediareach.com. That will give you access to the most recent version of my ultimate guide on content marketing. You can follow me as well on Twitter by using the Twitter handle CAP Barge. That's spelled Charlie Alpha Papa Bravo Alpha Romeo Tango Sierra Charlie Hotel. Yes, that is CAP Barge. Charlie, Alpha, Papa, Bravo, Alpha, Romeo, Tango, Sierra, Charlie, Hotel.